New Plants for a New World. Sounds like it could be the title of a movie, but it is an actual project going on at Plant and Research. Dr. Fake Callamores is the programme leader, which is exploring whether grafting technologies will allow any imaginable combination of fruit and plant to grow successfully. If they can make it happen, it could mean that we'd see cherries, apples, apricots and bananas all growing on the very same plant at the very same time. Dr. Callamores is with me now. Kia ora, thanks for being with us. Hello, thank you for having me. I suppose, first of all, um, this is about grafting, I suppose. Just for people who aren't sure, what exactly is grafting? Um, grafting is a very old and traditional horticultural practice where you use two parts of a plant and let them grow together into one plant. Um, usually you have like a rootstock and a scion, so below the ground and above the ground of the plant that you combine. And people may know that if they have an apple tree in their garden and they bought that at the garden center, that's very likely grafted. Um, same for grapevine, kiwi fruit, it's all thinks um yeah it's 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 a technique to combine two parts of a plant but usually it's two parts of a similar plant but you're doing something rather different yeah um so we are coming from a place where we want to expand the the um, options of what you can grasp because as you just said usually it would be you have a grapevine and a different variety of grapevine and you put those together and that works quite well. But if you, for example, even something that's still quite similar, like a tomato and a capsicum, that's not completely different, but that only has a success rate of maybe 20%. And um, that's where we want to come in and basically figure out why it does that not work. Okay, so what have you been working to sort of splice together here and what kind of success are you having? Yeah, so um, uh, as I just said, our model system is tomato and capsicum mm. because it has this nice success rate. So it, it kind of works, but not very well. Mm. So it's easy for us to measure any kind of improvement that we can have um, through some kind of treatment that we apply. Do you know why certain plants seem to have any greater success rate than others? Yeah, well, that's the million-dollar question that we're trying to answer. Um, if, if you look at the research, a lot of people look at things that graft well together, and then you look at what happens. So we're doing that on the molecular level, so very, very detailed. And then you find some things that are quite obvious, you know, as a wound response because the plant needs to heal. There's certain communication between the two parts of the plant that need to happen, and then it works. And if you look at things that don't work, it's much harder to figure out what's missing because it's a very complex system. A lot of things are going on. And that's where we tried to, we were actually comparing crafts that work with crafts that don't work to try to find those critical steps where we maybe have a little bit of an intervention and we take something out or put something in and then the magic happens. So that's kind of what we're trying to do. Have you had any success with some of those tweaks that you've been making? Uh, yes, we we have some treatments that are very promising. Um, they can't go into much detail because it's one very technical and on the other side, um, 
maybe of commercial interests. But um, yeah, sure, we we have some ideas of where to go next. I understand there's a bit of a social science element to this project. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so that was very important for us from the beginning because um, it it is a very radical thing that we propose that you have one tree that has like five different species basically combined into one organism. And that might be um, scary for people because it is, despite the fact that it's a natural process, the end result might look very different from a normal tree. Um, So we, we did a lot of social science research around that. Our social science team did um, talk to some stakeholders like nurseries who would actually use the technology. We talked to end users, so people on the street, if they care what their opinions are. And luckily, we got overwhelmingly positive feedback about what we're doing. So it's, it it's, is being recognized as an established technology you know we're not doing something completely new we're not doing something that has not been done for literally millennia and but but we we also have a very clear vision of the advantages if we can do this and so overall people seem to be fine with what we're doing and that's very good for us to hear indeed um i guess i can see how it would be commercially potentially viable having a kind of a Frankenstein plant that you could get all sorts of different produce from. Um, But this, I guess, is also something that you have an eye on the climate resilience situation too. Yes. So um, our program is part of a much bigger effort here at Plant and Food Research. um, It's called Growing Futures. And we, we are part of research that aims at food security, um, especially in urban settings in big city mega cities, you know, we have millions of people and you have very little room to grow things, but also climate change and climate change resilience, because we know that in the very foreseeable future, certain things will no longer grow the same way they grow now in their traditional regions. Um, Grapes are actually something that that comes to mind. Um, Some regions of New Zealand may get challenged in how to keep growing grapes for um, for our viticulture, for our wine production. And that's where, where grafting can help. Um, grapes, on the other hand, are frequently routinely grafted, so that's, that's not so much something um, where, where we actually need to do something, but for a lot of other things. Even when you think about um, native plants, technically we could work on native plants or on ornamental plants to make them more um, resilient to to climate change. You could even do very um, outlandish things in the end if we are successful. So we could look into food production in tidal regions and use something like mangrove rootstocks that are already very well um, growing in these kind of environments and we graft something onto that that actually produces food for us. Um, mm. Yeah, there's plenty of opportunities and visions. Absolutely. Um, do you have a timeline here of how long it may take for this um, experiment to literally bear fruit? <laughs> um, I, I guess you. I, I will give you the same answer that most scientists will give you. We have no idea. Um, it, it's just that's 
the nature of research that you can't really predict your outcomes. We have those leads and we want to expand on it and we want to find the issues that we can solve with our technology. Um, but we cannot say uh, if we just keep going for another five years, there's a product on the shelf mm. because there are just too many moving parts. Uh, what, what we are doing is actually quite fundamental research of of understanding like fundamental mechanisms that then allow us to gain leverage. Absolutely. It's fascinating stuff. Thank you very much for coming on Afternoons and telling us about it. That's Dr. Fike Callamores there uh, talking about the possibility of grafting different plants together to grow successfully. Uh, he is one of the researchers there at Plant and Research.